0: Welcome back to another episode of We Going In Presents. Today, we're chopping it up with Bad Seed to talk about his new album, No Way in Hell, that he did with producer Knotts. We also talk about his history in the game, reminisce on Pumpkinhead, a.k.a. PH, and talk about a lot more. Make sure you hit us with those stars on iTunes. You can subscribe through iTunes or Stitcher and follow the links on ProfileWild.com for my books. Bad Seed, man. Thanks for being here. Great that we can finally catch up and do an interview. It's been a long time coming, for, for real. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it.
0: Word up. Of course. You know, I don't know how our paths never crossed in the hip-hop game days, but I'm glad we're finally catching up now. Yeah,
1: you you know, it's like that sometimes, you know. Hip-hop is is a a really small community. I mean, it seems like it's big, I mean, because hip-hop is big, but it's a small community. But... Sometimes you can, you, you, the the separation is, is interesting, you know, the the, the the degrees of separation between people, and it's just so crazy. I mean, and it'll go down the line and you'll end up working at some point. I've, I've seen that. I've seen it. I've seen it happen. So at some point, we would have got to do something together, <laughs> you know.
0: It's crazy. Exactly. At some point. And, you know, congrats, man. You know, No Way in Hell is Out, your album with knots. You know, what's it feel like yeah. having that officially out now and knowing that the project is, you know, not something you're talking about or it's coming soon, but it's actually there and people yeah. can go listen to it.
1: No, it feels good. It feels good that it's out, man. Um it was fun working on it. It was it was cool to finally do it. I know that uh you know, back when, when we when we did the, the other records, an album never materialized let alone an album with just me and him, you know. So I thought that it was important to do that. during, Especially now, during 2018, when so so many dope projects have dropped this year, you know, it feels like a, a little golden era, like a, a mini golden era again. You know, um, a lot of really dope material has come out, and I don't think anybody planned it. I don't think back in 2017 or early 2018, which is when I started working on No Way to Hell, I don't think anybody was like, hey, we're going to make a, a little mini golden era. You know? But 2018 sums up to be a real good year for hip-hop, and I'm just glad that No Way to Hell was, was out during that. You know?
0: Yeah, totally. It was... Was there an intentional vibe to the album that you and Knotts wanted to go for? Because you mentioned, you know, Golden Era and you mentioned, you know, the al- just the album coming together. Was there something specific you wanted the album to sound like? Or is it more just like, let's see what comes out?
1: I, I mean, we we have a, a particular sound when me and him work. I, I don't know if there's a specific category or a name for it. It's just a sound. It's a vibe, you know. If, if, if you know for the kids and you know, uh and what the the, the records that we did back in the days that actually came out, um, that's the, the sound and the vibe. It's a, it's a bounce, it's a certain bounce to it. Um, the quirky samples, the bass lines, of course, you know, because not a super producer, you know, he does all types of shit. I mean, the shit is boom back, that's the foundation, but. The way he does it, and the way he chops his stuff up, is kind of different. It's, di- it's different. You could tell it's him, but it's different. Um, the sound that 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 I'm really into with him, as far as I'm concerned, and the, our vibe is uh, vintage knots, um, like early knots. He was really off the wall, and you know, I, I tend to try to look for those type of beats when I'm when I'm when I'm looking of beats from Knott is um, you know the stuff that'll bring me back to that time as far as creatively you know and the sound that I was looking for back then you know.
0: and from what I understand which he's... seems to work now yeah yeah no it, it totally does and from what I understand he has just a huge archive of beats just from what he's told me yeah. in an interview and what other artists have said who have worked with him that he just has so many beats to choose from
1: yeah almost not fair you know um his work ethic um I, I i was privileged early to to hear a lot of his stuff and i remember i i will always tell people that if he plays you a hundred beats you're gonna like a hundred beats you know it's important that that you pick beats that really match you you know that that wrap around you, and you wrap around it, and you're, you're, you're you know he's just dope, man. He's, you know his 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 work ethic is incredible, and I'll go out on a limb and say he's the best producer walking the earth right now. You know that's just how I feel. You know, well.
0: and I would agree that he's absolutely incredible, and he definitely does not get the he's not in those same conversations, especially now right. that I think we know he should be in, you know, why do you think that is?
1: I think, I think Knox is, is, is,
0: uh, uh,
1: he's an introvert. He doesn't really rock with a lot of people to begin with. He's to himself. So the way the game has changed and, 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 uh, this is just my, my what I'm thinking, you, you know, I, I think that the way the game has changed and the, the, the way people go about doing things, i.e. social media and, uh, the, all the intangibles, all the who you dating, what you doing, who you got beef with, who, you know, I don't think he's really with all that, you know, like a lot of us, you know, from back in the day, but, uh, some of us deal with it differently and i think that that kind of hinders him you know because a lot of people don't really get to see the real him or really get to to poly with him or really network with him because he's real to himself and the this is just what i think you know and i think that that that's what hinders it but other than that creatively i don't think nobody nobody can could could fuck with him you know on them on the beats nobody
0: But I think the same can really be said, you know, I was thinking about that question can be said about you as well. I mean, obviously the talent is there and it's been there, but you're also not in those conversations. So why do you think that is? Because obviously you're a really good MC.
1: I have a couple of theories about that. Um, and you know, I've thought about this for, for a little bit of time, you know, um, I'm also, you know, I'm an anti-social socialite. You know, I like people, but at at some point, I get to a point where I leave them over there. You, you know, because once the stupid shit happens and, and dumb shit, I, I just don't even want to deal with it anymore. I've been through a lot in in the business, and um, I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm not kissing no ass. I'm not, I'm, I'm just not going to do it. There, there's just certain things that I'm not going to do. That's, that's, one thing um that's in terms of of uh being able to get along with the uh the quote-unquote industry people um i think that uh psychologically and you can debate me if, if if i'm wrong you know what i'm saying and anybody listening as well i think that uh a lot has to do with the voice. Walk with me for a second here. Psychologically, of course, there 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 are there are artists, MCs with the voices that you know, they get they love or whatever. But think about this. The ones that are really called the greatest or the ones that are really that people gravitate to, they don't really got deep voices man think about it mm. think of a name your your top five right now or your top three give me a top three right now you see, you, and biggie don't count like this is what i'm saying like like of course there's a couple exceptions to the rule there's big you, you know there's you got, you but what there's a you got, got
0: rock and buckshot you got Swave. you got illa G.
1: No, no no okay okay
0: But are they in your top? They'd be in my Illage would definitely be in my top ten for sure. At least like like current top ten. Like I love Illage. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. I, 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 like that's not but, to say like see, I don't love Rock and, and re- Buckshot,
0: but you know what I'm saying.
1: Right, 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 right. And I and I respect that. I respect that
0: be, because yeah,
1: Rock and Buckshot. This is what I'm saying like. People with deep voices, yo, they get busy too. But think about it. I don't think that they even get the light that they're supposed to get.
0: No, because like, like if I'm listening to a big Twins album, it's like you're so caught up in the voice that you almost got to consciously tell yourself, like, listen to what, like, listen to the, like, you almost have to, like, I I see what you're saying. (laughs)
1: Think about it. Like, 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 bro, I can't think of anything else. I don't went through the whole, yo, am I whack? Am I, and I'm like, and I listen to myself, like, hell no. It's gotta be something else. And then I think about it, like, and then then I think about all the people that everybody's jumping up and down about. And I'm like, and, and and I'm an impressionist, so I try to impersonate these people to myself. You know what I mean? And I'm like, wow, these people got high voices. Cause they they like these high voice dudes. You know, it's crazy. It, it it's just crazy. It's crazy. I I can't. It, to, and to answer your question, I don't. I don't know. I have no clue. I, I'm still trying to figure it out. Why why they don't um flock to me like they should, but you know what it's all good because there there's some people out there that do. I understand that some people don't like tea, some people like coffee. I get it. some people like Starburst, they don't like skittles. Cool, you know what I mean It's all right. um they don't really gotta worry about me too tough anymore because I'm out of here soon like I'm doing a couple more things that I was gonna do. And then I'm out of here for good. I'm tired of this shit. They can have it. I enjoyed myself. I had fun. I met a lot of cool people. I did a lot of good shit. Fuck that. I'm
0: out of here.
1: <laughs> and it feels good. <laughs> it worked. So you've already got your exit
0: strategy kind of planned.
1: Yeah, I'm out of here. Like, this shit is crazy. <laughs> this shit is crazy.
0: Which kinda of you know sucks because I, mean? I feel like, like you've been a lot more consistent the last few years. So it's like you like your, yeah. your 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 flow of uh of albums has definitely been more consistent. So I mean I, I you think know that, why? I think that's had to have helped you. Why?
1: P H. Mm-hmm. One man PH passes. I felt like, okay, um I gotta I gotta do some shit for him. You know what I mean? Especially when I put choreography out. That was that that album there, I was I was very sad when I made that project. You know what I'm saying? Um I man, you you know, um but just him because I feel like when he died, I feel like Bad C died as a as a M C. You know what I'm saying? Because he I learned a lot alongside him. We learned a lot together. You know what I'm saying? And, and he, he was the, the spirit of, of, of our crew, you know. And, and then when he passed, you know, just how dudes in the crew was acting. I don't know, man. You, you know, just when he left, a lot left. And I just, I just really didn't want to do it anymore. But him and my daughter, you know, they, they kind of pushed me, his spirit. And then my daughter being around, you know, like, you know what? I think I want to, I think I want to rap. I think I want to do this. So, and then, and then the knots project that was, that was just kind of organic. And then knocked that out. And um, you know I got some things coming up. There's a couple things coming up. I got some with the snow cones coming up. I got um. There's some things in the pipeline. There's some. There's a couple things.
0: Well yeah, I got a before I'm up out of here. Like listening to five minutes off choreography was definitely difficult, you know. And I go yeah. back to Orange Moon over Brooklyn, you know, periodically just because it's so dope to hear PH, and he was one of those guys that when I was coming up as a journalist, like worked with me when he totally didn't have to. And was just always treated me with so much love and respect that, you know,
1: he's
0: just, yeah, it's just like the the more he's the kind of guy, like the more you hear about and the more you really talk to people who, who knew and loved him, it's just like just a, a genuinely good dude, which is what I always saw. So, you know, even listening to a song like Sunday Morning, how you shot him out at the beginning, you know it's clear that you're gonna make sure like that you do your part to carry on his legacy and make sure that he's absolutely know, gonna be remembered.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. He executive produced the album, both albums from Heaven, along with my daughter. They both executive produced the album. You know, and, and you know that's it. Like I, I got to, I got to. Like I said, I learned a lot alongside him, you know, about performing, just about being, working with others, making music. When I link with him, and when I when I link with making records, I I was fresh off the street. You you know what I mean? And you know, linked with with Gray and PH and and Me Pie and OT and you know. Ocean, Aggie, all of them it, it, it saved my life, you know. So, him—him him leaving a lot left. He was—he was spirit. He—he—he he, he really represented hip hop as far as me, hon- really honing my skills. We—we we would sit there and just spar, but it was all organic. We would just because we was all in the same house. We would be high as hell, sitting there just bullshit and just start freestyling playing around y'all let's go upstairs let's go record something go upstairs record something or we would uh just rehearse like hey let, let, let's let rehearse a show you know get get the show's titled. like just organically just bullshit like it wasn't work it wasn't a chore we was just doing it you, you know what i mean and other um other artists, we we were uh, a force to be reckoned with in New York City, as far as performing and 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 at at, at those locations. Like everybody knew about OBS and making records. Everybody, everybody, like right? it, it was not a game. If we was on the bill, it was it was problems. You know, so shout to that time and that era, man. I miss it. I miss it dearly. Um we i I there there's something I, I also want to get off my chest and this is a lot of the reason why I'm I'm leaving. Um do I wanna to continue to make music? Yeah. But yo man, there's really no safe haven for us anymore. You know. Um the game is fucked up. We know it. You know. The game has changed, it's changed from from really Physical copies really even meaning anything. To now, it's being digital, and you know, um, anybody could do it. It's very saturated. It's not special anymore to be a rapper. So much music is disposable. Everybody's a tastemaker. The blogs run everything. You, you, it's it's out of control. Um, we know this. Um, the stuff that. That we have a problem with as a community is not the problem. See, we like to sit here and point the fingers at the Takashi 6'9s and the Migos and these guys. They're not the problem. And when in fact, they're not even making hip hop, they're making pop. Why are we even wasting all that energy worrying about them? Do I enjoy their music? Yep. I turn it on and because it is what it is. I'm not expecting I can type lyrics when I listen to the shit so I can enjoy the shit. The problem is with hip hop and the boom back people, quote unquote, they so fucking bougie with their nose in the air. It's ridiculous. They're, they're worse than the, than the, than the Migos said, because at least they're supporting their, the the people that they claim that they like. All, all we're doing is sitting there with our arms crossed talking about what real hip hop is, but we're not supporting it. It's a problem. You know what I'm saying? It's a problem. Just because you push like on something and you, and you shared it one time does not mean it's support. Sorry. We're in a different era. You're going to have to get like five people together and be like, look, I'm feeling this. Let's share this. Let's do this. Let's get, because you got to do your part. It, it, it's tough. It's tough now. You, you you really want this shit to win? That's where it's gonna happen. That's how it's gonna happen. And but you can't tell them that. You can't tell them that. And it's a problem because they're wasting all that energy talking shit and beefing and making songs and posts and feeling a type of way about amigos and a six nine. Six nine don't care. Six nine's fighting for his fucking life. Migos don't care. They're offset is trying to get his wife back. So, what like, do you, Think about it, man.
0: So what do you think fans should be doing that they're not doing right now? When you talk about support, what should fans be doing differently? and what, what, what do you want to see?
1: Um, just more. Like, I, I want to see more. Like, let, let me flip that on you. What do you think fans are doing?
0: I think fans are streaming, I think they're listening i think I think the illegal downloading is is played out at this point, so I think a lot of fans are are obviously streaming music, but I think there's a lack of shows to go to i can I can definitely say that like like my favorite artists aren't on the road like they used to be right and so right. it makes it hard. Ain't nobody calling me. Right. Ain't nobody call it listen, let me break it down.
1: I'm gonna break it down for you. I, I was just having this conversation. Shout out to my sis, Integral Phoenix. Check this out. Um, hip hop fans now, it's like they pick and choose who they fuck with. And and and, and they don't really want to discover anything, or they don't really want to push other shit to the forefront. I come from a time where it was cool to put other people on to shit that they don't necessarily know about. It's a popularity contest. Like everybody will will run to the West Side Guns and the Conways and the Rock Osianos and all these. Cool, that's cool. But that don't mean that other people ain't ain't dropping and the, and the Black Thoughts and the, the. Of course, yes, I'm a fan of all of them too. I'm rocking them too. But yo, there's other people too. You know what I'm saying? There's Mike Hands. There's, there's, there's like this. There's, there's artists like they're out there. Like let's go. Like 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 what are you doing? There's Innocent. There's Greaseball. There, there's artists. Look for them and push them because they're just as dope, but they're not doing it. And I was also talking about how there's a there's a bunch of artists. This is where hip hop, and it's crazy because, yeah. I, I love the era. I love the golden era. I love the 90s. I love it. But it seemed like artists from those eras, from that era that had a hit between like maybe 1990, even before that, let's say the the late 80s, because, you know, that whole youth crew era and and all of that, like let's say the, the late 80s to probably like 1990. 90, 899 anybody that had a hit in the underground during that time will tour forever. If you had a song in the underground and you made a hit and it came out in 99, 2000, good luck. It's a fact like, like look at it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? They will tour forever. Because they represent that time. And I get it. So promoters want to keep booking them because it represents the time. I get it. I was a fan, too. I, I, I grew up in that time. The difference is is that I became an artist, too, and these guys became my friends. The Smith and & Wessons and the, and the Artifacts. Like These guys are my friends now. You know what I'm saying? And I'm seeing these guys all over the place performing and doing this that and the third and putting projects out too but I'm I go to work you feel me like why 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 put my money into it and invest into it if ain't nothing going 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 trans but like it makes no sense like I have a, a family I'm 43 years old like you understand what I'm saying like it's it's time to just be like whew. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right It just doesn't make any sense
0: You know Do you think that that early 2000s era Of of underground hip hop And like You look at like What you did You look at like Stronghold And Technique Tone Death mm-hmm. QN5 Like that whole group uh, Will be remembered fondly Because it's It seems like It's almost like that time period, that real indie, like the Def Jux, the Out West, you know, Hyro, mm-hmm. it seems like it's such a niche audience and that it's like not going to be remembered the same as other underground, like like underground music from other eras of hip hop.
1: You, you know what? We're, 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 we're Quentin Tarantino. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, like we're Rob Zombie movies. You know what I mean? Like, we're just, we're good, but we're different. We don't really, we're, we're, it, 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 we got cult followings. Like, they're small. And and they're loyal, but they're small, very small. I know mine is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just, listen, I just keep it, I keep it 500. Like, it, it is what it is. I, I, I've I've sat I've, I've looked at it I've assessed the whole business. Yo man, I love this shit. I love this shit. I love to do it. I love it. You know, I've done a lot. Like this is taking me. Yo man, I'm from Marcy Projects in Brooklyn. I've been overseas. I've been to Japan. I've been to South Africa. I've been to Europe. I've been to. I wasn't supposed to be in these places. You you know what I'm saying? Like like and on some rap shit. I I never went paying my own me paying like hey i'm gonna go to Sweden. nah i was paid to go to Yeah, you know what i'm saying before you know what i mean not on my ticket i went with men's with my brother men's like see that was another thing like i got to see the music business from going going and doing shows from underground hip-hop to being a part of The biggest record on the planet at the time. This is why I'm hot was the biggest record on the planet. And I toured with him, with my guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I saw people think, pass out. We done performed in front of 20,000, did all the big shows, all the summer jams, all the Jimmy Kimmels, and all of that shit. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You can go
0: anywhere without hearing that song for a good period of time.
1: It's a fact. Yeah. It's a fact. Yo, we were, we were on a plane before, and the captain was singing the shit because we was on there. Facts. Crazy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a fact. Shout out to Men's, my he's, brother, he, man. He's Loving still doing
0: cat. it, right? Like, I see him pop up every now and then. He's still, he's still putting stuff out, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, every now and again, he's working on an app. The, um, it's like a studio in the phone, man. It's called Creator um real dope man they they they've been working on it out in dubai shout to them um you know but um yeah man you know i i i saw i saw the world with him saw a lot of stuff with him you know um tour with buster and mary ben harry you know um that's a blessing the violin yeah i remember yeah yeah absolutely absolutely You, you know and so, so that's what I'm saying. You know, I did a lot. I did a lot in the in the biz. So, it's it's all good. <laughs> you know, I mean, at this point, maybe, maybe I I find a few artists, fuck with a few artists, work with some artists. I probably still still kick around and do a couple things here and there. But, you know, as far as being an artist, I'ma still make songs and record record. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I like to make music, but as far as like anybody else and trying to put music out, for what, man? like, What well, I'm spending all this money for? For nothing. Right? <laughs> like, for what? Like, Yo, man, yo, check this out. Devil in the White House video. Bad move video. Right? Like, these are fire videos. I put them out through distribution and all that. Go look how many views I got. Like, it makes no sense to me. But, 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 it's certain people who put out videos, and it's just a go. Like, I I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. But meanwhile, I pay for the videos. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just makes no sense to me. It makes no sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I mean, when it's, it's, it's that expensive, and you're doing this out of pocket, you know, at what point do you draw the line where you're saying, you know, I'm a father, I got my daughter, gotta take care of family. Where you're a fact. you're investing in yourself and you're you're making the moves you need to make to basically get your music out there, to have the videos, to have the right package, so you look official and Good so people job. know like you're taking this seriously. It's not like you're just throwing songs out hoping something sticks. Versus saying like this is the line like I can't do anymore and then you almost lose that whatever momentum you're building because it's like the minute you take a break any momentum you've built disappears. So like how do you balance music and family, especially when you're not getting that return that you're expecting or that you should be getting?
1: Yep. And and on top of that, look at it like this, man, like I'm thinking in my mind, I'm like, okay, the the project is I can I can I can I can put I could put X amount of bread out because I know the boom-bap heads are going to support it. Because first of all, not. They're going to want to hear them beats, man. They're going to want to hear that. So boom, that's a selling point. Then I'm like, okay, if you're a boom-bap head for real and you know your shit, then you know the records we did. And you know, they was classics. Dropped in 2000. In 2000, yeah, that that got me, no, 99, 2000, that got me my deal on one of us. If you know your shit, you know that. What is the problem? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know what the problem is. So...
0: And so, so you and Knott's obviously go back and you guys had some, some great singles back in the, you know, 2000. Like, how come you guys didn't continue working? Because you obviously had something going there. Like, what led to, like, kind of that gap in your, in your work?
1: Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't anything in particular. Um, it's crazy because I got, um, during the for the kids and on uh, recording sessions like there's like honestly there's like maybe ten or twelve songs that never came out that's on an ADAT somewhere. You know, that that was pretty hot. <laughs> you know, um and then when I got on Warner, I was gonna do records with him for the album. Um and then after that you know, he you know he started blowing up. He started doing his thing, you know, all over the place. So, you know, we end up linking later. How did that, <laughs> how did know, that uh, happen? That we got up to do the to do the album,
0: right? Like, how did you guys reconnect after all those years?
1: Um, I was I was actually retired. I had retired after choreography. And um, I was like, um, he was, I follow him on Instagram and I purposely try not to listen to his beats because I know I'm going to want it and I know I'm going to rap on, I know I'm going to want to rap on the shit. So it's scrolling and I'm scrolling and I accidentally heard a beat and it was crazy. And I hit him up and I asked him about it. And uh, I was like, "I." Right. And um, I came back like a day later, and I was like, "Yo, what's up? Let's, let's do, let's do something." So we ended up working it out, and we did it. <laughs> quick, to quick,
0: couple months. Did you end up going down to Virginia?
1: Nah, 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 nah. nah I had to work. I was working.
0: I wish. (laughs) And and from what I understand, Knotts is pretty quick at working. Like uh, that, he's not gonna take five years to mix a record.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I actually, uh, I actually did the uh, the. I took the, the, I had this guy, shout out to Infinite Capacity, you know, Infinite Capacity out in, um, they, he mixed and mastered the, the album. Um, you know, Knott's was working on a lot of projects at the time while we was working on our joint. He's um, got a lot of stuff going on in the pipeline. So, you know, when it came time for the mixing, Part of it, you know, I had my my man infinite capacity mix and master the project Not mixed his beats of course, you know, but um as far as mixing and mastering the project, shout the infinite capacity,
0: definitely nice and when when you look at just just the way that the album came together, did you and Nats talk about a lot of the tracks, or did you just kind of get the beats and say like this is the direction I see this going?
1: What I did was um I think, and this is what this is the dope part about Knotts, is that because um, he raps too, so a yeah. lot of people you know you know you raps too he uh he, he lets you come up with what you you know what's the thing, what you're trying to do what what are you trying to say you know um my thing was um as far as the production. I always, <clears throat> I always pictured Nazis beats as being like hellfire, you know what I'm saying? Hellfire, just fire. Um, so with the whole hell thing, you know, now you know, I, I always, I always been into putting albums together too. So I'm thinking theme. So I know when I'm going in to look for beats that that first of all. Everything I heard was dope, but you got to find shit that's going to fit what the vision is going to be. You know what I'm saying? So all gospel sounding shit, like I had a folder full of beats, like just full of shit, you know, and I had to narrow them down. You know, there's shit that I didn't use. That's crazy. I still think about to this day, you know, but it just didn't fit. Where, where i was trying to go you know but um like sunday morning uh devil in the white house like those those had like uh, like the church knock to it um bad mood now see bad mood and when all else fell those had like a you know Soulful feel to it, but it had the vocal samples in it, and that was important because the vocal samples was what our records was known for from back in the days. You know, with for the kids and but and uh, you know, with the vocal samples in it. So uh, that was important, you know, to find a couple that had those in it. Um, you know, just just vibe. Everything had to be vibe. And that's how it came about um feature wise rock that was a given. rock was actually I wanted him to be on devil first, but um you know, it ended up being Beltor or remix and you know, naps and dreads, another he's about to drop his album. he got a whole joint produced by Knox. that's about to come out. He's like one of my favorite rappers. He's on there. Um, Ty Phoenix, she a legend. Shout the hug. She's on there. Uh, Sauce Money, legend. He's on there. Totally Clips. He's on there. You know, <laughs> no way in No doubt. You
0: know- Listening to the album, too, like, I'm thinking of a song like Sunday Morning where, you know, you you just got some really witty lines and just your cadence and everything. It's like, man, have you ever thought about entering that battle scene today and, like, getting into that and, like, nah, not at all?
1: (laughs) Not my thing. Not my
0: thing. I I, I
1: enjoy watching it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like, I watch the leagues and stuff like that. Like, I'm really into it. You know, I started really getting into it as of lately. But, um, nah, and not for me. <laughs> Definitely not for me. Uh, PPH used to always tell me I could do it, because that was always his thing. You know what I'm saying? You know, he'd always be like, nah, son, you could do it. You got the lines, ah. I'm like, nah, bro. You know me, I'd be ready to fight. Not for me.
0: Yeah, I would imagine yeah. that'd be the hardest part about battling, is if they said something that crosses the line is because I've watched some of those videos. It's like you expect somebody to get punched. I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often.
1: Yeah, 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 it it happens. Yeah, (laughs) it (laughs) happens. It's happened a few times, you know, but, um, yeah, (laughs) it definitely happens. And and I I think it's cool that you never know when it's going to happen. It just happens. Right. You know. So, you know, but I enjoy, I enjoy checking, checking the shit out, you know. So, they need to go ahead and, and, and hurry up and drop that, that awesome on a past day. And hurry up, hurry stop playing.
0: No doubt. So, how does a bad seed song t- come together? What's that creative process like for you? And how do you write?
1: Yo, know, that shit is. At this point, that shit is like waking up, getting in the shower. Um, I put put a beat on and uh, pull my phone out, go in the notepad and just write it. Probably about 15, 20 minutes. Um, I've been trying to, like when I be at work, I try to come up with, I I try different ways. Like I try to come up with lines and um, leave it. And then later, write it down and then put them together later. And I'll try that too. It just depends. You know what I mean? Like I've written shit with no beat, you know, at, at, at just with a beat in my head. It's a tempo. And write into that. It depends. Um, as far as songs you know you, you you go into the song you, you write the verse go into the chorus i don't do the chorus first i don't do i don't do the chorus first cuz um i always base my I, I, I always base my my chorus off of what i was saying you know what i mean um I, a lot of people like to put the, the emphasis on the chorus, which is cool. You, you know what I mean? Which is cool. That's really I really make a hit record. But I want to base the chorus off of what was said, what what, what the actual content was about. Um, people always say stuff to me like, oh, you're a good lyricist or whatever. Like, I never really, I mean, I'm a lyricist, but I never really consider myself a lyricist. lyricist. I've been more style and cadence. Like, I like to bounce and flow. Like, my stuff has always been that. Um, And got lines and punchlines and stuff like that here and there, but it's never really been, like, my thing. You know, I've been, I like, like, my favorite rappers always had the best, to me, to switch their flows up. Everything was the flow, switch it. Like Jay Z. It's like people can say what they want. To me, dude is the best that ever did it. Ever. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think dude switches his flow up all the time. And dude is 50 years old and he's still better than dude. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So you switch your flow up, you'll always stay relevant. Look at Buster. Buster does not get mentioned. And the greatest, because he's not the greatest lyricist. He might beg to differ. He might think he is the greatest lyricist. To me, like, no. Like, lyricist? Nah. Like, what. why I love bosses, is flow. his cadence. He f- switches it up. You don't know what to expect. It's, it's always fresh, always new. Like, Nas, I love Nas. Nas is a great lyricist, but... Nas bores me like me, I think Jay is the better rapper to me, because Jay has that flow because me, I I enjoy flow more than like not more than, but you know what I'm saying? Like I I need that. Nas is the better lyricist on paper. Like if you're looking at the rhymes. On paper, of course. Nah I've got Jay, like Jay, like what are you talking about? Now I got you. This is poetic. Look at this. <laughs> but if I gotta hear a whole album, like bro, I want you to mix it up. I want you to play around with the flow, get in the beat. You know what I'm saying don't rap on the beat, rap in the beat. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that, I that,
0: that makes perfect sense, man. So when you look at the at your peers, who you came up with, who do you, who are you still, like, in touch with today? Who do you still have those relationships with where you really want to work or can work? And who have you seen kind of just get out of it almost and just lose their, you know, passion for for doing it?
1: Honestly, like, I ain't even gonna lie. I'm, I'm gonna try to say this as nice as possible, but a lot of the people that I came up with, they suck it, you They are. I mean, it is what it is. I don't really rock with a lot of them. Um, they move different. They not how they was. It just, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what anybody's doing. I don't really care. I did, you know. I've tried, you know, to reach out to certain people, but everybody got their own agendas. Nobody, has, nobody really believes in the style anymore. Like, yo, we was cool with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just is what it is. So, like, what I'm going to do, I'm going to sit there and be like, yo, remember that time we was chilling? Nah, like, fuck them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. My success, I hope everybody does well, everybody gets to the finish line in their own time, but you know, I rock with those who rock with me.
0: No doubt. I think I think that's probably the most politically correct way you could answer that without pissing anybody off.
1: Yeah. I mean it is I mean, I don't care if if it because I mean, don't nobody care that I'm pissed off. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but but it's like but it's like at the end of the day it's like do you, do you wanna be messy or do you not wanna be messy? right yeah I don't think I'll be messy <laughs> you know but I mean it is what it is whatever Shout out to the suckers
0: no doubt man and you know we, we can't leave without touching on fatherhood man you know how has fatherhood changed you both as a person and as an MC
1: Wow totally oh. I noticed, <laughs> I noticed on, on choreography that there was not one bitch or one hoe on on that album, and I think a lot of that was attributed to being a father, especially of a little girl. You know what I mean? Um, it's I've it, noticed that that the way that, that I look at. <laughs> things is different like I saw something interesting um, Marlon Wayans was talking it was his daughter's birthday and he tweeted this whole big thing about his daughter he was like yo I'd like to say I raised her but she raised me and I was like hmm I was like yo that is real and I kind of adopted that you know because that's what happened you know I, I would like to say that I raised my daughter but she raised me you know definitely not the same dude that i was you know things things get different like you start to see like you're awesome on some real like this kid is looking at you every day like look man everything i do depends on you you know what i'm saying like <laughs> Uh, me waking up, me getting dressed, me going to the bus, me yeah, like I need you to do that for me. you know. It just puts a different thing in you. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's it's dope,
0: real dope. That's amazing. It's definitely, it's cool that you that you're also, you you put it in your music. Where like I think, a lot of artists you would never know that they had kids or that they were proud of being a dad because they don't not that they have to put in the music, but you just don't hear about it. It's almost like a like a part of their life they keep private or keep separate from the persona of who they are as an M C. So I think it's cool you do that. Yeah.
1: Uh, right. Like, she was at every session. She actually picked a couple of the beats. Like picked them. Um which beats did she pick? Um Oh man, pray Little lion. Did he pick Patmo? No. Um, when all else Fell. pray Little lion. When all
0: else Fell. you know. Good ear, you, you like father, like daughter.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. She's 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 a trip. She wants to rap too. Like she, she's she's bucked out. She's bugged out. Like y'all can see her. She she's on my Instagram a lot. You know, at Niggaless Cage. Check me out. She you know she's on there a lot. she thinks she can rap, she tries to battle me. It's the craziest thing
0: in the world. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I I have a feeling one day we'll be interviewing her on the podcast.
1: Yeah, yo, it was crazy because um the the album listening party. You know, we had the press there and stuff. You know. People was asking questions. You know, she was sitting on my lap. She co hosted it with me. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, real dope.